Hi, you've reached Holly. I can't come to the phone right now because I'm making a fucking podcast. (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome back to my psychological undoing (laughs) little podcast called Nobody Cares. This is episode four which means I've been talking shit into your ears now for almost a month. No? Yeah, I think so. Almost a month. Sort of. Uh, Yeah, thanks for coming back if you're a seasoned listener now. (laughs) And if you're new, thank you for coming to my TED Talk about my feelings. Um, (laughs) Speaking of feelings, I'm feeling good today. Mood check. That was a little loud, sorry. Um, Sort of. I've had two coffees, so (laughs) if you couldn't tell. Um, Sometimes that's a bad idea, but... Today seems to be doing something for me. So, yeah, um, I've been I've been drinking hot chocolates with whiskey in them, which has been a treat. That's how I sort of get through my day lately. Um, but I ran out of whiskey, so extra caffeine is the drug of choice today. Um, the sun was shining today. It was kind of nice. It was like a nice warm six degrees, <laughs> which is actually one of the warmest days we've had in a while. Sadly. Um, yeah, I have to say, like, I knew coming over here that the winter would be a lot to get used to because I'm used to Australian winters, which are really pathetic compared to Canadian winter. In Sydney, it'll be like 14 degrees and, you know, maybe it'll rain a lot. And I'm like, oh, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. I just can't get out of bed. And now I'm like, yeah, like, it's actually cold. I can't get out of bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, now I'm like, ooh, six degrees. What a beautiful day. <laughs> Sun's out, bun's out. Um, yeah, I told Google to fuck off the other day because I said, Hey Google, what's the weather today? And she said a low of minus 10 and a high of one degree, one degree. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with you. So done with you, Google. Anyway, uh, you know, what's a real conversation killer or a good indication that nobody has anything to say when you start talking about the weather. (laughs) I realize I do it a lot, especially when you start a Zoom meeting with someone that you don't really know very well and you have to like go through a small period of short, uh, short talk, small talk, short period of small talk, <laughs> um, too much caffeine. Um, yeah, you have to like get the how are you's and the how, how have you been's out of the way. And it's usually about like the weekend that just passed or the works, the work week is like a little bit busy or like the weekend coming up. So there's like a protocol depending on the day of your call. If it's Monday or Tuesday, the topic is usually like, what did you do on the weekend? The one that just passed. And then Wednesday is like the middle of the week. So everyone's busy. So you're like, how's your week going? And then Thursday or Friday is when everybody's just like, yeah, whatever. And you're just like, what are you doing this weekend? So it's like about the weekend coming up. And then the weather, small talk usually like fits into all of those categories. So it's fucking boring. Like, why do we do that? (laughs) I don't want to talk about the weather. (laughs) Sometimes I just want to like throw people off base a little. Um, Like why are we all pretending we want to talk about the weather? Why can't we start the meeting with something like what's Lil Wayne up to these days? Like I I don't know. Is he still making music? I don't know. I haven't heard anything lately. Maybe he is. But yeah, what's he up to? I don't know. Or like throw them a would you rather question. Would you rather be a lizard inside a human body or a human inside a lizard body? That'll throw them off. (laughs) Let's get the creative juices flowing. Fuck talking about the weather. It's boring. I'm over it. (laughs) None of us are that boring. We're all complex, unique individuals. 
little special snowflakes with creative minds. We should be tapping into that more often. I don't think it should matter that we're at work either. Like we can still be professional and be good at your job, even if you ask a couple of weird questions throughout the day. <laughs> you got to throw your mind off course sometimes. Trust me, it'll surprise you like where your mind can take you. And at the very least, like at least, you know, maybe we could laugh with somebody we probably didn't think we could connect with. Or that could be a clever tactic to get the ball rolling sooner. You know, sometimes you have those meetings, like they're called for a reason, like you have something you're supposed to be talking about, but you get sidetracked with all the small talk for too long and you're like, come on, let's get this done. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in the meeting. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, but if you ask the lizard thing out of nowhere, like right off the bat, they might be like, mm, it's a bit off topic. I think we should talk about X, Y, Z. And boom, there you go. Small talk done. Meeting addressed what it's supposed to address. Less time wasted. Less boring small talk productivity in the air, money being made left, right and center. You're welcome. Give me a raise, please. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, speaking of agendas, um, I have a few things on my mind today. If you listen to episode one, I talked about dishing out some music suggestions. Remember that conversation we had about Nickelback? Well, I have five songs for you. Not Nickelback songs. I mean, don't worry. (laughs) But Uh, Yeah, I've got five songs that I think have been a really good mood booster for me lately and I will share those at the end. So stick around for that if you're interested. Um, Secondly, I'd like to provide a little updated commentary from last week's episode if you listen to that. So I had my roommate Jessie on the podcast. I I pulled her for a chat. I said, can I pull you for a chat? Um, And we talked about reality TV and Love Island And we did a couple of random, like, would you rather questions over a drink? It was fun. Uh, So go listen to that if you haven't, please. But uh, yeah, we did continue with the Love Island saga this past weekend. And I have some comments. (laughs) I have some updates and I have some comments. So uh, spoiler alert, because I'm going to talk about it. Season five, Love Island UK, in case you want to give it a go. Um, But yeah, to give you a quick rundown that you didn't ask for. Um, we were going into it thinking that we would find Michael and Amber back together, but alas, we were in for a rude shock. Amber had to choose between Michael and Greg. And while we all suspected she would go running back to Michael, she chose Greg and Michael was sent home. Bye, Michael. You had your chance. Thank you. Next. Take your beautiful brown eyes and your firefighting biceps out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) But little did we know, that was just the appetizer, wasn't it? That was the entree. That was the garlic bread starter before the chicken schnitzel. I miss a good pub pub schnitzel. Schnitzel, schnitzel, whatever. Anyway, the main course, the melt-in-your-mouth drama feast, was Jordan doing a complete 180 on Anna and the whole, like, downfall of their entire relationship. So, again, like, not-so-quick summary. Um, Anna was an OG, she didn't find love in in the villa with anyone. Uh, then Jordan came in. At this point, I was like, hello, Jordan. He was my favorite up until this weekend. Uh, yeah, they went on a date. They hit it off. They coupled up. Uh, the girls and the, the guys then were split into like to go to Casa Amor where they introduced like the new guys and the new girls to each of those like OG groups. Um, and then they can decide if they want to stay in their original couple or come back to the villa with 
someone new, like a new partner. And they, and they have to do it in that excruciating way, like one by one, while the person, the other person waits patiently to see if they've been like betrayed or not. <laughs> so it's great TV. Um, so yeah, Jordan said like, no, I'll stay with Anna. And Anna chose to recouple with the new guy, Ovi, um, because <laughs> she said he's more her type because he's tall. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so Jordan took it pretty well, actually. He stuck around. He tried to win her back still. Um, yeah, it worked. She went back to him. They were stronger than ever. Um, Jordan asked Anna to be his girlfriend, which is huge in the Love Island world. You know, when they, like, take him around the villa and they're like, this is where we had our first conversation and this is where we had our first kiss and this is where I said this to you and this is where – whatever. Like, they don't have really many places to go. So, But it's, you know, it's cute for Love Island. Um, <laughs> so, they, yeah, they were becoming, like, the new mum and dad of the villa, like the new Curtis and Amy or whatever, the new strong couple that, like, actually might have a shot. Um, but then <laughs> – and then <laughs> Jordan said – He's vibing with this new girl, India, who ironically is coupled up with Ovi. So first Jordan moves in on Ovi's partner, Anna, or who was originally Jordan's partner. And now Ovi's with India. And now Jordan wants to move in on India. So we've come full circle. Um, but yeah, now Jordan wants to talk to India and like see how she responds because he wants to be like, yeah, I'm into you. Like, what do you think? Oh, and then Curtis, fucking idiot. I'm so sick of this guy. Get him out. <laughs> Curtis encouraged him to go for it because I think Curtis was just trying to save his own reputation. He did the same thing earlier in the season. He fucked up. Everyone was mad. And I think he wanted Jordan to do the same so it didn't look as bad for him. Safety in numbers, right? Good one, dickhead. Um, but yeah, yeah, the whole thing blew up. Curtis gave Jordan the push. Jordan went to India. Curtis went to his partner, Mora, and said, look, this is what I've just done. And bless Mora for being a great friend and honoring the girl code. She said, are you fucking joking? <laughs> it's my best Irish impression. Um, and she she told Anna. Anna went over to Jordan and Anna was like, rah, 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 you're a dick. And Jordan was like, rah, 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 you're boring. And then, yeah, it kicked off. <laughs> it was great, um, but also a shock. So, oh, but my favorite part was uh, Curtis on the sidelines still trying to justify his role in all of this, um, saying that like, oh, you know, I shouldn't have given out bad advice. I should have, I should, I shouldn't have said anything, um, which again, the idiot couldn't see that that wasn't the problem here. <laughs> um, but when he told all of the boys what happened, Greg, my new favorite, said to him, really, what was your thought process behind that? <laughs> oh, I lost it. His face said it all. He was like, you're a moron. Uh, yeah, anyway, I think that's where we're at. Jordan was my favorite, but now it's Greg and Curtis is still a moron. So there, summarized. Um, yeah, that's where we're up to. Can't wait to see what happens next. We might watch it tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Um, oh, I'm out of breath after that. <laughs> what was I saying? I get so wrapped up in like Love Island talk that I forget where I am. Oh, yeah, perfect. Let's talk about giving yourself a reality check. You know those fun times we all have occasionally, or for some of us, frequently, called panic attacks and anxiety? We all know those feelings, don't we? Wait, don't we? Just check in. You guys are having anxiety and panic attacks too, right? Sometimes? Yes? No? 
Anybody? Anybody? Dust? Anybody? No? <laughs> Do you remember that show, Little Britain? I haven't watched that in a while. It's such a good show. That's where that's from. Anybody? Dust? No? Panic attacks? No? Anxiety? Anybody? <laughs> um, well, I'm just going to assume that I'm not alone here, but whatever I've, what I've been trying to do lately is give myself a regular reality check whenever I'm a little on edge or a lot on edge because I've learned that like anxiety is just, it, it's just in your head. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love that I'm dishing out the most basic knowledge. Like it's so profound. It's not necessarily your reality. It's in your mind. Anxiety is your mind trying to make a decision about whether you're in danger, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever. But then on top of that, it's trying to decide whether your response should be fight or flight. Now, in true Holly fashion, I can't make a fucking decision ever. So now my head is trying to make two decisions at one time and I just kind of become paralyzed or like stuck in this weird limbo state because I'm just like, ah, what do I do? What do I do? Do I do this? Do I do that? Or nothing? What? What's my name? Where am I? What year is it? <laughs> it happens. And like, sometimes it's worse than that. You know, sometimes I feel like my, my mind splits into like two forks and it goes down each path, like a little, like one of those little flow chart things, like flow diagram for each option and each consequence and each new path that might result depending on what decision I make. Do I need help? I think so. Anyway, then it becomes like too, <laughs> too overwhelming. And then I'm not even thinking about the decision. I'm thinking like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I make a decision? Why am I still standing here? Like this could have been over by now if I just made a choice. Like oh, this is fucking typical of you, Holly. Like no wonder you can't get anything done. This is how long you take to make a choice. And even when you make that choice, like are you going to be wondering what if? Like what if you chose the other thing? Maybe that was the better option. You'll never know now because you're stuck with this one now, aren't you? That's right. You're trapped. How does that feel? Suffocating? Would you like a side of chest pain with that? <laughs> how about the sweats? Hmm? Isn't it about time you sweat today? Have you done anything today? Have you been productive? You know, if you were more organized or prepared, you'd probably be able to make a decision a lot faster, wouldn't you? <laughs> and at that point, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, what am I even scared of anymore? I went so off topic in my mind that I don't even remember why I was panicking in the first place. <laughs> but that's how it happens, doesn't it? Like, your mind plays little tricks on you. It's a little shit stirrer, isn't it? In it. <laughs> I thought we were having a good time before, talking about, you know, would you rather be a lizard in a human's body or a body in a human lizard? Or something like that. <laughs> well, I thought we were having a good time and now I'm sweating. What's going on? You just need a change of perspective. And that's another thing. Like anxiety can really warp your perspective or your perception of what's happening around you. You start imagining scenarios that either haven't happened or won't happen or they could happen, but they're not likely to happen. But um, yeah, like what I do sometimes when I can feel myself starting to panic a little more than usual is like I have to tell myself where I am physically. Like I tell myself in my head. I mean, you could say it out loud, but you might get a few funny looks. But hey, nobody cares, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I tell myself where I am. Like I'm in my room. I'm at my desk. I'm in the grocery store, aisle five. Because these things are true. They're not imagined. What color are my shoes? My shoes are black. 
if you're colorblind, I can't help you there. But whatever color you see, that's that's what color your shoes are. Just say it. <laughs> what day is it? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday today. I'm in the grocery store. My shoes are black. And in between those thoughts, I have to try and like slow down my breathing as much as I can. Because the slower I breathe, the more I'll start focusing on the act of breathing. And then, you know, because I'll like try and take really slow breaths, like. I don't know why I had to demonstrate breathing. We all know how to breathe. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes I slow it down too much and then I start panicking because I'm like, why can't I breathe? Like. I know how to breathe. I've been doing it for 28 years. What's wrong with me? <laughs> but at least that will stop the cycle of whatever you're panicking, panicking about and you know how to breathe. So it's not like you're going to die from that. So it's fine. Yeah. You just need like a quick little journey back to. <laughs> oh, I'm just laughing because I just demonstrated breathing. Um, yeah. What was I saying? You just need a quick little. This is what happens when I have two cups of coffee these days. I can't do it anymore. Um you just need a quick little like journey back to the surface so you can look at the bigger picture and, like remind yourself where you are, remind yourself that you're okay, you're alive, you're not in danger. Now take this with a grain of salt. It only really works if you're aware of your own like panic attack routine and you're aware that your imagination has just gone a little bit rogue. Your mind took one too many mental tequila shots and you need to tell it to like wrap it up. <laughs> Throwback joke. Um, yeah, like you just need to like give it a little mental slap and then soften the blow with a little positive affirmation. Like, Whoosh! you're doing great, bitch. You're alive. You made it this far. <laughs> Nothing but solid advice here. Uh, but my roommate actually gave me some good advice too. Like I was, I was having one of these spirals, like not that bad, but I just had a lot on my mind one day and I was just like a little bit nervous and a little bit on edge and she said, you'll feel differently about this tomorrow, which sounds kind of funny, but it's true. Like when you think about it, you usually just have these temporary freakouts, the temporary nerves. And, you know, maybe they'll come up the next day, but like the the time limit, like it, it'll run out, you know, um, it's temporary panic. And then later on, you're just like, OK, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fine. It's all good. I'm calm. I'm calmer now. It doesn't matter anymore. Again, this is on a very mild level. Like I understand sometimes anxiety is a lot worse than this and I am not the one to give out the pep talk for that. But when the anxiety and the panic and the self-doubt kick in and you know that you're physically okay, you just have to remind yourself that you will feel differently about it tomorrow. <laughs> and then when I do that, I start picturing myself all calm and laughing about how yesterday I freaked out over nothing and wasn't that a little bit silly? <laughs> But this is not to say that your feelings are invalid. Like I know I'm making jokes about it about it, and like, you know, telling yourself to calm the fuck down. But I don't think that our feelings are invalid or not acceptable. Like they're very real. Our worries and fear, fears are valid, even if they're a little um, exaggerated at the time or a little bit out of control. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like your feelings are valid, but we're trying not to let them control us. I mean, you should absolutely have feelings. If you don't, then I'm, I'm worried for you. <laughs> you should have worries and fears for whatever reason, like rational ones, sorry, emphasis on rational worries and fears for whatever reason. That's 
that's what critical thinking is. Like, we need that. <laughs> we need that to survive. <laughs> the more information we have to process and make an informed decision, like, that's the better. But it's when these, like, worries and fears become a little too confident. And we need to be like, you know what? Bitch, sit down. Be humble. Um, yeah, sometimes they're just, like, a little bit out of control. And you're like, I, no, no, I don't want to do this today. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, I guess what I'm learning about myself is I'm trying to identify when my imagination is like bouncing off the walls in a good way or if it's impacting how I feel on a day-to-day basis and like whether I can function like a normal human being because I like I love when my imagination runs wild sometimes <laughs> like it's what keeps things interesting and fun and I want to be creative I want to laugh I want to dive into like the ridiculousness of everything and talk about it but there are times when it just just stops me from being at peace like or just you know that state of like mentally chill um yeah so like sometimes you just need a, a shift in perspective and like throw your mind off balance a little so you can break the cycle of negative thoughts or like break the cycle of even the mundane thoughts too so your feelings are valid but they're sometimes it's the response that can be like a little bit ridiculous um there's nothing wrong with you like I have to keep telling myself that (laughs) there's nothing wrong with you (laughs) there's just better ways in which we can handle it um and if you thought this was the part where I explain what those ways are well you'll be waiting a long time because I don't know (laughs) I still don't know I'm I'm learning too so the advice stops here I guess (laughs) um I was thinking about this a while ago like I I had an afternoon nap one day which I I don't do anymore because is it just me or do daytime naps kind of fuck you up a little bit? Like as tired as I am sometimes, I'd rather just wait it out and go to bed early because like if you nap for like an hour or something, I don't know, you just, you wake up feeling kind of weird and like just a little bit sick and uh, I don't know, just, I hate it. Um, anyway, I tried to have a nap one day cause I was, I was just feeling a little bit off. And when I woke up, my, my vision was just kind of blurry, like, and I thought, oh, it's fine, it'll probably go away, like, I'm just, I'm a bit tired, <laughs> I'm just a little bit tired, um, yeah, it's fine, whatever, but it didn't go away, like, it lasted a while, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll Google it, why not? First thing that came up was seven reasons your vision is blurry, and it was on one of those, like, magazine websites, men, men's health, probably, so, something that you shouldn't take medical advice from ever, but I thought, uh, let's just entertain this for a second, <laughs> Um, so I clicked on it and the first reason was, and I quote, your papers are parched. My papers are parched. <laughs> They're a bit thirsty. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the only medical insight I needed. So I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm, I suddenly got my reality check that I probably have a lot more to worry about than this. <laughs> but like, imagine if we took it seriously though. You know, when you feel like something's just a little bit out of the ordinary with your body and you're just like, oh, I don't know, it's lasting a little longer than I thought it should. So let's just jump onto Google and do a pre-screening search. You know, it's not an emergency. Good reality check, you know, but it's just irritating enough that it's like worth some research. So let's just confirm the diagnosis is that I'm a drama queen and then we can go back to ignoring it. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's say like your, I don't know, um, your finger is itchy. <laughs> poor example but we'll run with it um you jump onto google you check your symptoms and what comes up web md <laughs> the internet's most credible and reliable and accurate 
medical Wikipedia, basically. Um, and there it is in capital letters. Could it be diabetes or pulmonary embolism? <laughs> and you're like, um, I googled itchy finger and I don't think I need to go to medical school to be able to rule that this one out. All right, WebMD, who's the drama queen now? Um, like, imagine the waste of resources it, if people took WebMD seriously. <laughs> you see pulmonary embolism and what? You go straight to the emergency room and you're like, yep, so... Can you book me in for an, um, an uh, what's it called? Like an MRI, some x-rays, and a three-day sleep study. <laughs> I've, I've told work. They've approved my leave. It's fine. Um, I've got someone coming over to water the plants. Um, and I brought my own pillow, if that's okay. So, yeah, sometimes WebMD will give you the reality check that you need. You'll be like, yep, no worries. I'm all set. I'm doing, I'm doing just fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um... We've just been like in this funk for a while and I feel like I always talk about this, but you know, what else is going on? Um, understandably, because it's always gloomy and cold outside and like even if it wasn't the um, uh, pancreas, I, I had to think about that one, the pancreas is still at large. <laughs> so sometimes it just feels like nothing's changing. Like I'm just sitting on my hands waiting and feeling scared and feeling like I don't know like how to make any decisions because like nothing's guaranteed. Like when you make a decision, the circumstances change so rapidly, like all your plans go out the window and then you have to make another decision. So I don't know, we're all feeling it. We're all bouncing off each other too now. And like, we're all feeling our own feelings and then feeling everybody else's feelings. And there's just a lot of feelings floating around and you just don't know what the fuck to feel anymore. So yeah, it's fun time, fun time. Um, but oh my God, what a difference the sun makes to your mood, for your mood. Holy shit. Like in this case, it was just the sunlight that gave me a brand new outlook outlook on life. Oh my God, no more coffee for me. Outlook on life um, this week. So last weekend, I actually, I got out of the house. Yay. Um, It was actually a really nice day. The sun was out. Oh, here we go. She's talking about the weather again. Um, we We took Ripley, my roommate's dog. Who joined us on the podcast, actually, as a matter of fact, last week, she was my laptop stand and then she cried and left halfway through. So thanks for joining me last night, uh, last night, last week, Ripley. Um, yeah, we took her to get like a little mani-pedi because she had these like talons for nails. <laughs> Fucking Wolverine over here. You could hear her coming on the floorboards when you called her. You're like, Ripley, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't thrilled um, when she realized where we were, but... She came out of there a whole new woman. She like had a little pep in her step and I think it rubbed off on us too. So like we hit the high street. We went for a little walk on uh, on Queen, which is like a bustling street in Toronto full of restaurants and little fashion boutiques and cafes, all of which are still closed. Um, but surprisingly, a lot of people out walking their dogs and hanging out. And um, There's a lot of like graffiti alleys to walk through, which is kind of cool. Take some pictures, you know. Uh, we had some mulled wine, which was nice. Uh, yeah, there was like a store. It was probably like a bar or something. It was like half open. Like you couldn't sit inside or anything like that, but there was a guy sitting out the front with this little like cauldron of mulled wine. And we thought, well, it would be rude not to, wouldn't it? So yeah, we had some mulled wine. We walked around, Ripley ate some street trash. So, you know, it was just something for everyone. (laughs) Um, but I remember on the car, uh, in the car on the way back, we were just like high on energy for a bit because 
we haven't had an eventful day like that for a really long time. Like I don't I don't think we've seen daylight like in a while either. So it was just weird. Like I think I think we were about we were out for around two hours or something like that, um, which isn't very long, but I, I just feel like we did so much. <laughs> and maybe it was the mulled wine actually, like maybe I was just drunk. But either way, no complaints from me. It was a good day. <laughs> and and then um, I feel like I'm just telling stories now, but you know, if you remember from earlier on Wednesdays, we ask, how's your week going? So here it is. Um, yeah. So, and then, um, we got home, we pulled the like sofa bed out so we could all lay down. We watched a movie, uh, we ate a space cake and then I couldn't tell you what happened after that. We just watched a lot of TV and I think we, we, yeah, we ordered Uber Eats for dinner and the minute I ordered, I put my phone down. I forgot that we ordered. So I remembered that we ordered food again and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. Yay. Um, but yeah, then as time went on, I kept forgetting again and like re-remembering and like it was re-remembering, remembering, re, anyway, um, <laughs> it was a roller coaster ride of surprise <laughs> until we ate too much. And then I was, there was a couple of hours of me saying like, oh, I'm so full. I ate too much. Uh, I can't, I regret everything. Um, but yeah, then I, I remember complaining about being full. So I took my food out to get rid of it. And then I came back in the room with a big bag of Cheetos. So yeah, my, uh, summer bod is coming along really well. Thanks for asking. Um, but my point was it was a nice day and I think the sun was, and getting outside made the biggest difference in changing my entire perception of like basically my existence. Um, sounds dramatic, but it's true. Like sometimes it's just as simple as that. It's just a, you just need to be reminded like where you are. It reminded me that I'm okay. Things are okay. They are getting better. Winter will not last forever. We're all okay. (laughs) Once again, I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Um, let's do the music segment now. So yeah, some mornings I have a 30 minute dance party in my room in front of the mirror with my headphones on. Um, and I'd highly recommend it. I've been finding some like bangers to dance to. Um, some of them are like old favorites. Some of them are new songs, you know, just something to give me a good boost, get moving. Um, and like, once again, what else am I doing? So I have five songs, a um, couple of different genres, some different feels some different vibes, but surely there'll be a good background track for whatever. Like, I don't know, while you're having your coffee, when you're getting dressed, when you're putting your makeup on, whatever. Um, I'm not sure what the deal is with inserting music clips into the podcast. Um, I don't want to get in trouble for like copyright or whatever, but if I can figure it out by that time, um, by the time I post this, I mean, I'll insert a little preview so you can get a little feel. Um, okay. So song number one is Higher Ground by Stevie Wonder. I love this song. It's such a jam. If you've seen the movie Center Stage, good movie, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers actually have a cover of this song. Again, good band. That, um, yeah, they f- it featured in this movie. It's the scene where she goes to the dance class outside of the ballet school and the fuckboy teacher shows up and they have a weird moment and it's like super high energy. Um, great movie and great song. Uh, song number two is... Heat Waves by Glass Animals. I think this one's like sort of new-ish. Maybe, I don't know. 
it's kind of moody, kind of chill, but it feels really good and uplifting. Uh, it's probably a good background song while you're getting ready, I guess, getting dressed or something. Song number three is Crystal Baller by Third Eye Blind. Can we try and take the um, this one's got like a good soft rock sound. This one will definitely boost your mood. Kind of gives me the feeling of like being at the pub on a Sunday afternoon, playing pool with your friends or something, like something really chill. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and song number four is Feed the Fire by S.G. Lewis and uh, what is it? Lucky Day. Um, this one is more of like a dancey feel to it, but if you're like a morning workout kind of person, maybe this would be a good one to listen to while you work out. It's pretty upbeat. Another mood booster. And my final recommendation for this week is Getting Jiggy With It by our favorite Fresh Prince, Will Smith. I don't think I need to say anything about this one. It always puts me in a good mood. Will Smith can do no wrong in my eyes. All right, uh, that's all I've got this week. I, I'll try and squeeze in a Nickelback song when you least expect it because that will be fun. Um, let's wrap it up, I guess. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram if you wish at H underscore Dempsey or don't. Nobody cares. So get out there, get on with it. Go live your life the way you want to live it. Take a chill pill. You'll be fine. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk your ear off in my next episode. Bye.